The Mighty Whites podcast is recorded at the Medicine Room Studios. For more information, visit medicineroomstudios.com. Hi and welcome to episode 24 of the Mighty Whites podcast. Probably the last one of the season. I don't think they'll be out until pre-season of next year, but just in case, I'll say probably. Uh, I'm joined by KC from Portland. Hello. And for once, he's actually bothered to fucking show up. It's Connie. No, um... no. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh... It's like the fucking builders from Faulty Towers. You just never know when he's actually going to show up. Listen, I'm here now, just get on with it. (laughs) (laughs) And get on with it, we shall. Uh, Obviously, there is a a game since then, but it was three fucking weeks ago or something. (laughs) Uh, Obviously, there was some sad news morning at game. Uh, Countess of Harewood, who was our club president, passed away. But, you know, I mean, it's awful, but she was 91. It happens. Uh, I'm glad that they managed to sort it out and mention it before game and everything and do the minutes applause. Uh, but the game, although it was very end of season, I didn't think we played bad. 2-0 win. It's best we've played in a long time. Not that it were good, but it were a lot better. It was better, yeah. Yeah, yeah shockingly, I didn't wake up for this one. You know, for, what was it, a 4am 4, 4 kickoff for me or so, 4.30, uh, something been, like that, yeah. Yeah, half 12, so it'd have been 4.30 for you. Yeah, yeah did, didn't bother with this one. Um... Literally just saw, I've just seen the goals. And at that point, I was like, yeah, I'm happy with that. Yeah. Um, as we'll probably mention in a second, but Jesus Christ, how is Ryan Edmondson 16? He's not. No. I don't Look, buy it. He's, he's 27. I've showed him to people, like just uh, coaches, anyone that'll look really. Like, he's got to be 28. The yeah. minute I looked at him, I just thought, put that kid in a rhino shirt, he would not look out of place whatsoever. <laughs> no, he's massive. I think he's a. Uh, I think there's some of the Nigerian Olympic football teams <laughs> sort of thing going on. I, I'm not buying his 16 for a second. No. <laughs> no wonder the Academy have done well this year. <laughs> but yeah, uh, goals from Ruth and Phillips. Ruth over a kick from knocked down at corner, which was a really good finish. I think it was a better goal than people are giving it credit, to be honest. Yeah. It was a good technique, yeah. And uh, Phillips, it was shit kick out from keeper. He did a good touch inside, and I still think he kind of scuffed it near post. I don't think mm. he meant to quite strike it where he did, but it was, you know, goal's a goal, decent finish. Yeah. Uh, as it, The main story is Edmondson, but yeah, I thought we did all right. See, the thing for me was Ayling being back. Yeah. It's well documented. He's my favourite player. I think yeah, he's brilliant. I, I'm pretty sure I didn't play ratings on it altogether that I gave him man at match as well. I thought he played really well. I mean, when I saw that he was starting, I, I was shocked because I thought, you know, it's end of season, it's a oh, nothing I game. I wouldn't have done it. No, but I thought it, it was just like he'd never been away. Hmm. You know, you, you, wouldn't have, you wouldn't have minded if he'd have coasted through that game sort of thing. But he was going in full-blooded, he was making his runs like he normally does. So, nah, good to see him back. I think we missed him hell of a lot. Oh, we definitely missed him. I'm very glad he's been completely untainted by this terrible run with him being out injured. Yeah, definitely. He, he's been able to look at that and just think, Jesus, because I don't think him being in the, in the squad during that period would have changed anything. I say this all the time about fullbacks. It's, it is an important position, but it's nine times out of ten, they're never going to win you a game yeah, or lose you a game. They're rarely a difference maker. Yeah. 
Well, I think that that's the thing. You look at the players we were missing in the second half of this season. And no, the right back wasn't the place where we were sure. Yes, it'd have been ideal. You know, it'd have been better for us if we'd have had Ailing. But it's been more a case of struggling to find a left back until someone. Should we put Pierce at left back? He's a left back. Yeah, stick him there. It might he might work out there. Who knows? Listen, I will not have anyone in this room speak ill of the Bok. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, for that game, uh, me and Connie had us winning. I had three one. You had one nil. KC had a one all draw. So, not including our pre-season predictions after fifty-one games, end of season, I've got sixty-nine. KC sixty-four. You sixty-one. Connie. Yep. So uh, we'll come on to them later and we'll see where we actually finish up and who's got to get the beers in. <laughs> I'm, just wor- I'm just worried because one, Connie made a slight comment before the podcast and two, it is very close. No, no. And three, I predict. Gen- genuinely, I do not know the final standings. Jack has a copy of them. I don't know them, but I do know without spoiling it for the listeners, I do remember what you said in uh, pre-season. <laughs> All I remember, because obviously it's come up near on every podcast so far is predicting Sunderland to go up which I might might have been a bit off on that one we'll we'll come to it there's a few stinkers in there to be honest (laughs) I'm not going to build up any suspense that's the worst one by a mile it it just is but there's a few stinkers I was going to say we kind of saw the Sunderland one coming from around the end of October in all fairness Casey I think we should do the scoring system like what they do on Top Gear where just because you were that bad a prediction you should lose all of your points <laughs> yeah. for predicting Sunderland you'll get minus 64 yeah, <laughs> yeah I, have, I actually listened back to just the predictions bit today just to work it out and I'm a bit annoyed at myself because I say on that podcast I very nearly put Sunderland to go down and I changed my mind Mm, yes, you said, said that. I said that word, word and then and it turns fool, out... You're fool, Jack. You're fool. <laughs> yeah, I used me, Skinner. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, uh, after that, we went to Myanmar. I'm not going to go off on a rant again. I did that last time and it was long enough. Uh, we lost 2-1 to the League All-Stars, size penalty. Then we beat their national team 2-0 at goals for Edmonton and Grot. Um, the games were played at walking pace I normally wouldn't have even watched them but they were on for free on the internet and I was in the office Grot's goal were pretty good against the national team I know it took a deflection but it, good it though yeah he stuck it well yeah that's sort of pretty much all level. <laughs> go, go to Myanmar <laughs> um, that's well, pretty that... much all I saw of all that to be honest I didn't I wasn't really interested in it all I that was thought, one of the things that went mm. around on Twitter and I think it might have been on like one at Square Ball podcast or someone's podcast mm. that there was an ex-Leeds player that had been playing in Myanmar yeah and it was a uh, oh god was uh, Caleb Fallen no yeah yes. he, he did go out yes, and play I there I, I don't know where I read it or heard it but he had been out there Wigan hero, Caleb Furlan. <laughs> he's played in the Premier League for Hull. Yes, he has played in the Premier League. It, it cost him a lot of money at all, yeah. to be fair, for Hull. Yeah, it was like a couple of million at that point. Yeah. It? <laughs> I always remember playing, as I think it was like Championship Manager, it was either 01, uh, sorry, 2000-2001 or 01-02, and Caleb Furlan's the centre mid. And at this point, this is in the days before we'd seen any of the academy players that point. He wasn't in the reserves. And... For some reason, I assumed he was this little pale... He was down as a centre mid. It's kind of the Tom Elliott on FIFA thing where Tom (laughs) Elliott was bizarrely a a white 
blonde central midfielder. Um, and I thought that's what Caleb Folan was for some reason. That's just the image I had in my head. And then, because they didn't even have the, the heights of players on or anything at that point. And then he turned up in real life and went, Jesus Christ, he's very different yeah. to what I thought he was. Just big, massive, stacked black guy. <laughs> it reminds me yeah. because I always mix, as, not in terms of who they were, but I always mix up the names. That's where I thought about it. But of Fagan and Caleb Fallen. Fallen and Craig Fagan. Yes. And it, and I can never remember which one it is. No. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there's a little bit of news. Most of it gets put into, because we'll go through a shitload of end of season stuff and just talk about what we want, what we don't want, who we think will be there at the end. But the main news is that Josh Warrington is the IBF champion of the fucking world. Damn right, he is. <laughs> yes! Yes! <laughs> Uh, I don't know if you actually got to watch it out in America. I watched it and I know you went, Connie. Uh, I thought he won the fight pretty comfortably. I'm not going to pretend to know a lot about boxing. I don't, but I could tell that he won the fight. But the main um, thing is, what was it like live? Atmosphere was superb. Seriously, it was absolutely brilliant. I I was actually sat in East Stand, just about, just off at halfway line. So it was pretty decent view to be fair. We're about halfway up in the lower tier, so pretty good, pretty good view. Um, Bloody hell, under Ken Bates, that'd have cost you about hundred quid. It wasn't that bad actually. It was forty quid. I thought I can live with that. Um, That's a, fair enough. But yeah, um, the atmosphere was brilliant. Expect, but like you say, it, when the when one at judges gave it to Lee Selby, well, you'll have heard on Sally the yeah. reaction at crowd. What it and just battered him absolutely battered him but it was a really good atmosphere I mean he, he came out to Kaiser Chiefs playing I predict to Riot Live mm. which kind of drummed up atmosphere Radder be walking him out to the ring the fact that Nicola Adams had fought before no I think she's worth a mention as well uh, yeah. Nicola Adams uh, KO'd I didn't um, actually see that fight wasn't there a screw up with timekeeping? Yeah, there was some at with timekeeping. Like she knocked it out like two minutes and one second at first round, but it was only meant to be two minute rounds or yeah, something. Yeah, something like that. But um but yeah, you know, it all in all, a good night. Really good night, yeah. Yeah, cool. What was the atmosphere like with it being open air? Because obviously you kind of see we've seen all the videos from like the Leeds Arena of his fights, and mm. obviously he's kind of closed in so it keeps the sound in. What's it like in that sort of atmosphere? It was pretty much just like a home game. I'd say, that I think, I'd, I'm not well, sure. Well, everyone was shouting, you fucking shit <laughs> Shit refs. We only get shit refs. Well, we did get shit judge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, it was just pretty much like an home game, just constant leech chants and <laughs> that was about it. But um, I'm not sure of the exact number, but I'd say roughly between twenty five and 28,000 roughly. I think that they were expecting 25, so it's probably around that. Yeah, I mean, um, the south stand were completely shut off because they had all the staging up there and what have you. Um, the west stand lower was mm. open. Uh, the cop was rammed. You could not see anything in the cop. Mm. Um, like the northeast corner were where the stage were where Kaiser Chiefs were playing, and the east stand they opened it all up. Um, the lower bit were pretty full. There were a few people in. Um, executive boxes as well and um, you, from what I could see there were like a scattered few in upper tier mm. so yeah it, it, decent decent night there was a couple of really good pictures I know F uh, Phil Hay tweeted out a couple of pictures uh, when he arrived there while it was still empty and then once it had filled up I think he took a picture just before the fight as well 
and it looked incredible. It, it's it's great seeing Ellen Road like that with people covering the field as well. I'll tell you what else were pretty good at all. Just uh, the what a few people there supporting Lee Selby. There weren't many, but um, I know before game um, we were in Peacock. I can tell you football fact. Before game. Before game, before fight, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's at Ellen Road, it's a game. <laughs> um, but yeah, we ended up in Peacock and uh, there were a few Welsh lads in there, um, obviously up for Selby. Just, it was just a good atmosphere. It, it, it were all friendly. There was mm. a decent bit of banter going on, but there were no nastiness, there were no malice. I personally didn't see anything kick off. I heard a couple of tales after that there were a few, you know... There's- I, I would think there's always summer. I mean, I, yeah. I know that Selby's camp were a bit pissed off about summer stuff. People yeah. were, like, twatting on van, weren't they, and stuff. Yeah. But, I mean, like, in terms... I don't think anyone went for McGregor and threw a dolly at it or anything. But... No. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, this whole atmosphere all night, it was just it was brilliant, really good. The only thing that pissed me off a little bit was, I, I was lucky I bought a jumper with me. Uh, I had the black uh, lead shirt on. And there were loads of lads turning up in just Leeds United shirts. And um, I went in Billy's first before going over the road. And um, the bouncers collared me and said that you can't go in wearing your colours. Which I thought were a bit, yeah. bit of a piss take. If you're for, putting a fight on at, at, at a football Road. stadium. At Elland Road for a Leeds lad who is a hardened Leeds United fan. Who comes out to marching on together. Yeah. You know, and saying you can't wear a lead shirt is pretty fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it, it just took the purse. You'd understand if the fight was at like Old Trafford or something like that, yeah. and they went, you can't come in there. Yeah, all right, fair enough. Yeah. But... Or like if it was somewhat, you know, like let's say for argument's sake, it was more low key and it were in, actually in the banqueting suite. Fine. You'd go in shirt and trousers. Fine. But when you're actually in the stadium. Yeah. You know, I just thought, I thought that took piss a little bit. But other than that, Brilliant, yeah, really yeah, good. Cool. Can you see him becoming a new Ricky Hatton type in terms of maybe travelling a bit more and taking a, a good following with him? Uh, possibly. If, We've really rallied around him. If he fights in Vegas, I don't think we'll take Hatton numbers. We're not taking no. 25,000, but there'd be a few go. I think his next thing will be, um, it'll either be a rematch with Selby. Selby said he's done it that way. And ah. I, believe, I believe him, to be honest. I don't think he's going to come back for it. I think he wants to move up now. Well, in that case, unless he, um, unless Waddington's made to fight a mandatory, um, I think he'll hang on for Frampton. I'd like to see that. Yeah. But he Frampton's probably a bigger draw, so that'll probably happen in Belfast. If that oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, but that'll be, be worth a trip over. You can get flight to Belfast for fuck all. Well, I'd imagine he'll take big numbers with Waddington. Yeah. Like I say, it's, it's only Belfast. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, on 25th of June, the safe standing stuff's being debated in Parliament because the petition got, in the end, well over 100,000 signatures. Uh, we spoke about it being a decent idea before. I know Shrewsbury are trialling it next year, which would have been interesting if they'd have actually gone up. Yeah. Because it's still technically against the rules in the Championship, but they'd have had to let it go, I think. Yeah. But basically, if this does get passed, do you want Leeds to be one of the first ones on it? Yeah, definitely. I mean, we all know... Anyone who goes to the games knows that unless you're in West Stand or really in family stand in certain bits, if you're at either of the ends, you're stood up. And to me, if something was to happen, you know, to me, that it's more dangerous being in the position that you're in. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm all for it. I know there's obviously the arguments 
for it not to happen. And fair enough, I get people having that view, but I just think now security is moved. You know, security is moved on. You know, but these the actual rail seats are a lot safer than it was like. At the time when bad things happened, well, Dart- Dartmouth have them. This is it. They, it. You actually get a seat. You have an allocated space. It's not now as in, I uh, just stick them in there, shoulder to shoulder. Uh, you you can still with the rail seats. You can still allocate someone a space. Yeah, it's not like you say just for, just herding them in like cattle. Yeah, so you can still, you know, it shouldn't affect anything in the way of doing season tickets or anything like that and and yes fair enough people could probably move around but I, I suppose like i you know i never went to a leeds game when there was standing or anything like that but you kind of picked up that people had their own spots yeah and i suppose like you just do this people have their season ticket way they do and if they want to keep that space that's fine you just reapply and instead of it being just a seat you now have a space that space but you just stand there instead but you still have your seat you've got a bit of protection in front of you yeah, it doesn't seem like it doesn't seem like it's much of a problem. The thing that um, gets me with it all, I mean, like like I just said, I understand people having the reservations about bringing standing back in, you know, after events that have happened. But um, you look at clubs like Dortmund, major, massive clubs, and you know, you never hear of any problems there. And everyone knows about the yellow wall. It's, you know, it's somewhere else. And And because of the way rail seating works, if something, if there's a lot of bodies or something and they don't want to, they can go back to seating. They can flip it back. There's seats built into it. If I remember rightly, I mean, don't quote me on this, but I'm sure Celtic have got got, a part. They've got a segment in that corner. Yeah. That That no one ever goes in unless they're playing Rangers. Yeah, I don't give a (laughs) shit about the politics and stuff. The... Corner where you see all the banners and Palestinian flags. Yeah. That corner. Yeah. Uh, and I think that they've got it in there. I was going to say, I, I'm sure I'd read somewhere that they've got it. So, you know, you're talking about clubs, you know, you know, but obviously Celtic yeah. are big so, fish in a little pond, but, yeah, you know, it's they're where, still a big it's club. The, it's where they had that uh, giant banner that was anti-having the uh, poppy on the shirt, wasn't it? Yeah. And, yeah, yeah it was. it's that corner anyway, but they don't seem to have had any trouble with... The actual rail seating. No, you, you know, and you're talking about clubs here that are playing in Europe year in, year out, and, you know, there's no issues with it there, so... No, they just flip it back to seating for that. Yeah, because that's it, it's done. Yeah. So I, I, I'd, I'd like to see it at Leeds. Yeah, I, th- I think, you know, when you look at how it is in the North, in the north and South stand now, um, even if you just went and had... As just a trial for Leeds, had it in the lower half of the cop mm. as a trial for a season. See how that goes, and then you look at expanding it from there. Um, you know, I, I don't think it would be. I don't think it'd be unreasonable of the club to at least try it that way and say, okay, well, let's have a season, see how it goes with a smaller section. If we don't have any problems with it, then we will look at expanding that to you know the lower half of the. Uh, of the south stand yeah. and maybe the upper parts as well. Yeah, yeah. spot on. Uh, I just got my thought because there was a bit that I've missed off the notes. Uh, Qatar have sent the team to the Toulon tournament. Did you see the list of players? Yes, you, yeah, you uh, told me about this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Khaled Mohammed and Hashim Ali, who have both turned out in lead shirts in like friendly games, mm. uh, were mm. both listed as Leeds United players. 
on their oh. official list. So it sounds like we may have signed them both from the Aspire Academy. Fair enough. Uh, I mean, it's Qatar under 21, so I've no idea if they're going to be any good or not. But no. I just saw it and missed it off the notes, so I wanted to mention it now before I forgot. Uh, speaking of Academy, uh, Robbie Gotts won Academy Scholar at Year. Yeah. Um... He's another one who I, I haven't seen enough of, really, to comment. No, it's... No, I've... I've not seen enough of him, but yeah, I mean, it stands him in good stead, doesn't it? That's yeah. all you can say about it. So you know, hopefully, he kicks on and see a little bit more of him. Yeah, uh, and Leeds are sponsoring and taking pride in, in taking part in the Leeds Pride event. Good. I found well, it. Wankers. <laughs> yeah, bastards. <laughs> I found it amazing that there was still people that had a problem with it. I just don't get it, and I honestly, I'm too disillusioned with people who care about that to. Get, even get annoyed anymore it's like we've said in past I know I've gone on record and I'm sure I speak for you two as well I don't care if the the I Irish don't... never speak for me <laughs> <laughs> listen I'm only half Irish um... uh, come on you've got to give the Irish some credit they finally dragged the country into the middle of the 20th century last week yes <laughs> <laughs> um, but no you know I've, I've said in the past I don't care what skin colour you are I don't care what religion you are I don't care if you're gay straight I really don't care it's it's he, hate, he hates all of you. Yeah. <laughs> he hates everyone equally. <laughs> Equality is what I am all about. Yeah. But um, does it really matter? As long as you're not wearing a scum shirt or a Chelsea shirt, I, yeah, I'm happy. Exactly. Does it matter? Yeah. We're all here to support yeah. Leeds my, or whatever. My favourite bit was saying, like, what, so you're spending a few grand on this? Why don't you use that to buy a striker? This, like, five, six grand... <laughs> This five, six yeah. grand, but I bet this counts as a tax write-off anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just imagine these Ooh. people, just imagine these people, like if they went full on and backed it and got like a, a rainbow third kit. <laughs> <laughs> just imagine it. Oh, I won't go that far just because that would look awful. <laughs> <laughs> or like if they got a pink one or something like that. God, imagine it. Just... Oh yeah, it's just people like that. Yeah. You just you see them and you just want to punch them in the face <laughs> and not stop. <laughs> yeah. On to the oh, no, actual that... main bit of news, which is the 49ers. Yeah. Now we're talking, boys. Now we're talking. <laughs> oh, as man. our as our resident nearly an American case. Uh, Mr. America's here now. <laughs> <laughs> what can you tell us about the football? <laughs> I've not a clue, honestly. I, just, I, 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 still, I still, I don't understand. Uh, overpriced crap beer, loads of food options. Um, yeah. Sorry, you know, it's been very interesting. Are you talking about American football here or just America in general? <laughs> crap beer, loads of food options. I've, I, d- I did say it's overpriced. <laughs> that that is the difference. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's great because, I mean, just, just going back to the Timbers, they've started offering a vegan burger now. Oh, which fuck is, off. There we go. For fuck's sake. Could he use that to sign a centre-half? <laughs> that money they're, they're giving to field roast the bastards. Yeah. But no, that like, money it, that they're spending on vegan burgers could have gone on Liam Ridgewell again. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, like I've said before, like the the amount of food options you have here and drink options at stadiums is incredible. As opposed to here, you can drink this Boddington's, you can drink this Strongbow, <laughs> or you can drink this Heineken, and it will be shit. Enjoy. 
you know, there, there's loads of different options here. Same with the food. And I just think anywhere we can take some sort of influence from America to go, do you want this really shit chicken sandwich with some cheese on it? It's shit. Five fifty, please. <laughs> well, uh, that Parag, Actions, it's all I want. that Parag Marathay has was very heavily involved with the Levi Stadium deal for them. So apparently, one of his areas of expertise is getting com- best commercial revenue out of stadiums and stuff like that, which can only help. And obviously, we don't have to pay him for his advice because he owns some at clubs, so he makes more money if we do well. Yeah. So, so that's a good thing. Uh, it's all started a couple of weeks ago when Leeds converted that £9 million loan from Greenfield into shares. And it was pretty... From that day, there was a few people knew the odd little bit on Twitter before that, you saw. But pretty much from there, it had been established around about 10% of the club was being sold to what at the time was rumoured to be an American mm. rather than a company. But yeah, but yeah it sounds like it's uh, around £10 million for just over 10% of the club. Uh, and although we've heard this before it's apparently going straight into transfer, mm-hmm. the transfer fund. It's going into Simon Grayson's war chest. <laughs> <laughs> Specifically the transfer fund for the first team, it said. I was going to say this. Does this mean then that out of like the gonna nine or ten or million? Up or <laughs> yeah. You know, they'll be great in five years. <laughs> Has anyone, I know that he had an injury, but I've still never seen Apple Halme. I've seen Apple Halme on FIFA. <laughs> on the update, they put him on for like... Not that long, and then when they updated it again, he'd gone. No, my main knowledge of Apple Helmet is uh, in League One on the new FM, my Blythe team did at one point have a centre-back partnership with Apple Helmet and Pascal Strike. <laughs> Strike! <laughs> so we did really well in January then, didn't we? Two players that we got in for positions that we probably needed who never actually played a game for us this season. Yeah, yep. Leeds, that. <laughs> yeah, very Leeds. Poor Tyler with his cracked leg. <laughs> So yeah, the money's gone straight into the transfer fee. It doesn't sound like it's a precursor to any further, like a full takeover or anything. They, I know that they own a bit of whatever the North American soccer team is that is Sacramento something. Oh. I know Republic. They, yeah, them. Carl, Carlton Cole played for them a couple of years ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot you've, you've been in Sacramento a few times, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, it's really funny because they're, so obviously like, Timbers have got quite a nice stadium. It's got a bit of character about it. The Sac Republic Stadium is basically some scaffolding with seating around it in a, in uh, the venue where they hold the state fair. <laughs> fair enough. It's, it's, very un, it's very unimpressive. Yeah. Basically, so far, when it comes to this deal, I can't say anything that's bad about it, no. as far as I'm aware. Uh there are more details about the financials and stuff available online. If you want to look at it, I'd I'd go on to a Mike Thornton's page, which is MikeThornton.xyz, and he's at Mike underscore J underscore Thornton on Twitter. He does, whenever what's significant happens financially with Leeds, he tends to write up something that kind of simplifies it down to us non-accountant people. Mm. Uh, and everything that he said seemed to make sense, and he, thinks, he seems to think it'll have a decent amount of benefit on the pitch. So I think that's one area, though... That especially once you get outside the Premier League that a lot of clubs neglect is is things in and around the ground. And one, I think Ellen Road, it needs a bit of a facelift. Is you know, at times, even in the West End when you go for a when you go for a burger, it's like going into a concrete bunker. Um and I just think any way we can employ some level of technology to improve the experience of going to a Leeds game, I think it'll be great, you know, whether that's looking at now having 
take you know tickets on your phone um whether it's getting wi-fi in the stadium you know just stuff like that because day to day the club still you know has a decent turnover i'm not saying this is a priority but i do think again a club of our size is something that we should be looking at is trying to make it as good as positive an experience as possible for for people to go to a game especially when you're paying that much money yeah it'll be uh it'll be interesting to see what happens now this will become our like end of season stuff in a second but i think it's time we find out who owes a few beers Yes. Before we get into that, because that could go, that could go all over shop. We were just talking about <laughs> random shite. So we'll uh, we'll have a look at it now. Obviously, I mentioned the points earlier, but we'll come back to what it was. We had a few predictions. I'll be honest; no one set the world alight. Here. <laughs> <laughs> we did. We didn't do good then. No. No. Uh, as as you two. I've none of this written down. I'm also going to see if you can remember who you said for some of it. Do you want me to go first? But uh, the first one was for 10 points, if you can get Leeds' second top goal scorer. And we had to use second because we all thought Chris would because we were all being optimistic in that he wouldn't leave. <laughs> I can't remember the way I So said. we had Leeds' second top goal scorer. I can't remember the way I said it, but I think I said Roof. You did say Kemal Roof. I feel like I would have said Roof as well, but maybe Pablo? No, what you had, KC, was the same thing I said, which was Alioski. Mm-hmm. Oh, fair enough. Uh, yes. Connie is really fucking unlucky here. Because <laughs> <laughs> the question is second top goal scorer. And Kemal Roof was, of course, top goal scorer. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> with, 40, with 14 goals. Uh, Alioski got seven. Yeah, so we're a billion miles off. Now, we would have needed a fucking miracle to get this. Calvin Phillips. No, he got seven as well, I think. Who was our second top scorer? Have a think. Size? No. Lasaga. Lasaga. He wasn't 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 at the club. (laughs) (laughs) Did he end up with about 11 or 12? Uh, He got um, 10. So, yeah, fair enough. But yeah, so we'd have had uh, (laughs) it. It wasn't here. We could have done what those grow on a few years ago. I think one of them went for a prediction of our unnamed number nine. <laughs> Can I just say, 10 is also the number of miles that Lasaga covered over the course of the season. <laughs> and that includes travelling to see his new bond. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we all got nothing for that. Yes. Uh, for also for 10 points, we had player of the year. I... Also, for that one, as well as for second top goal scorer, I went for Alioski. But here's where I nearly made... Because Alioski wasn't great, but he did get nominated. Yeah, yeah. I was umming and ahhing between him and Yoon and O'Kane. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) So I nearly had a... That was nearly a shocker, but uh, can you can you two remember who you went for? I think... I think I was was close, because I nominated a sick child. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, fair enough. There it is. <laughs> How dare you call Kiba Roof a sick child? Because um, that's who it, you went for. Pa- <laughs> did I go for Pablo? No, you did not. You went for Kiba Roof. Uh, Alright, fair enough. Did I go for Ailing or Janssen? You went for Luke Ailing. Yeah. And you were umming an, you were umming an hour in between him and Janssen. Yeah. Uh, obviously, it was won by Pablo Hernandez. So... 
nothing. No, no. Quoi. <laughs> You're going to hear a bit of this. <laughs> uh, for 10 points, we had Young Player of the Year. I don't think none of us got this. Well, we didn't. None of us I'm had Peacock No, I'm going to say. Because we didn't expect him say, to play did, a game. No. Did we all say Ronaldo Vieira? Uh, two of us said Ronaldo Vieira, and neither of them were you, Casey. I think you said Phillips. <laughs> he did indeed. Yes. Oh, fair enough. I don't even know if he's qualified for the Young Player of the Year anymore. Uh, he is still young enough. So yeah. it's, it's like James Milner in the under 21s yeah. at 32. So, <laughs> yeah, we all got none, but as I listened back to it, it did me, we did get one thing right. We said if he goes if he goes somewhere and plays first team football, he'll get in the Northern Ireland squad by the end of this year. And it turned out he went here and got first team football, <laughs> but he did get in the Northern Ireland squad by the end of the year. So we don't get any points for it, but at least we got some of right. Yeah. Uh, We've made a solid start here. <laughs> for five points, will Thomas Christensen last the season? We all said yes. We were all wrong. Jesus. <laughs> Poor Thomas. In all fairness, now given hecking bottoms here. I missed TC. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> now, we're on to like his promotions and relegations and stuff. All of us, we got we all got them all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Every single bit. Uh but we then come on to the bits where we do start getting at least some stuff right now. Yes. So uh first of all we'll go championship promotion. Uh Connie, can you remember what you went for? I can't remember in what order, but I said Fulham will go up. I think I said Leeds would win the playoffs. Yep. And I can't remember the second. You had the third, mi- you had Middlesbrough second. That's still not a bad shout. You had Fulham winning it. Out. You had Fulham winning it. Playoffs, Leeds second. Middlesbrough. I had Fulham winning it as well. I had second Leeds. God, mm. you can tell we we're optimistic. Yep. And I had winning the playoffs, Sheffield United who put up a fight for a bit and then dropped off. Yeah. Now, on to the main event prediction of the evening. Here we go. Hang on, hang on. Main, main predictions, Casey. Yeah. Not, not, not singular. Yeah, this is impressive. Casey, can you remember what you went for? <laughs> I want to say Sunderland, Fulham and Sheffield Wednesday. Oh, you wish you'd you said wish Fulham. You wish you had Fulham. <laughs> you oh, wish you said oh, you Fulham. Wish. <laughs> Casey, me and Jack have been talking about this now for about a week. That's how bad it is. Oh God! Just uh, one, one second. I'm just going to check something. Did I get? Did I say Sheffield Wednesday? Yeah. What I'm going to say is, Casey, if you add up the three positions of your three, it adds up to fifty-seven. <laughs> Jesus Christ! So your your three promotion and nearly picks. half of that's from one fucking team. Your three promotion picks, 57. That means they average out to 19th. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. So, KC, in first place, you had 15th place Sheffield Wednesday. Yes. In second place, you had oh, 18th be... place Hull City. Oh, wow. And winning the playoffs... You had smack dab bottom of the league, Sunderland. Casey, just a minute's applause. We won't actually do a minute, oh. but bravo. Well played. So, the only one to Ooh. come... And obviously, it was Wolves, Cardiff, Fulham in the playoffs. Yes. Casey uh, obviously gets nothing. Uh, me and Connie get five points each for Fulham, because we had them going up, but not in the right place. 
Fucking hole. Yeah. Um, for championship relegation. Oh, now. Well, I bet, I bet I've nailed this one. Uh, I'll just. Which, which one of my predictions won the league? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> KC to go down. KC. Wolves. Fulham. Wolves. <laughs> uh, Connie, do you remember what you had? Uh, I remember saying Burton Albion. Uh, I'll say it now because we'll all remember. We all had Burton Bottom. Um, I think I said Bristol City. You did not. Ooh, I thought I, I, I must me- have mentioned You did them. mention them, but you didn't say them. Burton Albion, Bolton? Yep. Um, and I can't remember. You had 24th Burton, 23rd Millwall. <sighs> they was, surprised you a bit. Yeah. And 22nd Bolton. Fair enough. Uh, KC? Um, did I have Barnsley in mind? You did not. Uh, of course I didn't. Um... <laughs> So you say Burton, Diger, Burton, Diger is the same as Connie, Burton, Bolton, Millwall. No, what you went, you had 24th Burton, 23rd Bristol City. Ooh. And wow. 22nd right. Nottingham Forest. Oh, it's, yeah, they were, they were fairly crap. Yeah, and I had 24th Burton, 23rd Barnsley, mm-hmm. and 22nd Nottingham Forest. So we all got, we all got two then? No, no you got, it, the three that went down were Sunderland, Burton, Barnsley. Oh shit, yeah, Bolton stayed up. Yeah, Bolton yeah, stayed sorry. up on last yeah, day. Up. So sorry. yeah, uh, you and KC got five points each. I got ten. Even though I got two of them right, none of them were in the right position. No. Uh, the last one of these was Premier League relegation. This is where I have my worst prediction. I don't think I did too bad on this one. Uh, it it depends what you mean by that. I think I got the teams bad in one of them. I know. I said. I think. I think you're going to be surprised. Do you reckon? <laughs> Well, I, <laughs> oh no I think I said I, Brighton yeah I'm looking at them <laughs> I think I said Brighton you did say Brighton Brighton Huddersfield yep and you had one more did I say Swansea you did not Palace you also did not go on you had Watford did I? bloody hell but mm. I I think you said if I remember I think you were saying Watford or Swansea Watford or Swansea mm. and you went Watford uh, KC do you remember what yours were did I say West Ham? You did not. Oh, we, all had Udders, we all had Uddersfield. Yeah, we all had Uddersfield yeah. bottom. Yeah. Huddersfield um, Palace? You did have Palace in 18th. Oh. As did I, incidentally. Those first few weeks? Yeah. That yeah, was looking look, promising. Yeah, I, dead, I, say, I had Palace as well, and it, it, it was just that they changed the manager early enough to get away with it. Yeah. Um... Did I go Brighton? No, you went Swansea and actually got one right. Ooh, well oh, well played. There we go. KC was the Back only the one game. that got any of the relegated teams in the Premier League. Bloody hell. So hey. like, you had Huddersfield, Watford and Brighton. They all stayed up. He had Palace, Huddersfield, Swansea. Swansea went down. Mine, I had Huddersfield 20th and 18th Palace, same as him. Uh-huh. And this is, I believe, my worst prediction. In 19th, I had Burnley. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Se- seventh place Europa League, Burnley. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. So, there's a few points there. Now, the main event prediction that we decided would be worth the most. I don't remember this. It was 25 if you got it dead on and 15 for the closest. Right. Where do leads come? Oof, fucking hell. I'm going to say I said eighth. You had seventh, so you're not far off. Did, ah. I say, did I say sixth? 
you had fifth, so you're not far off. Right. And I had third because I was being optimistic. Yes. Okay, so and, I, and I listened to it back and I said, now I know I should say eighth here. That's the sensible <laughs> thing to do. And then I didn't. So KC, he didn't get it dead on, but he was closest, so he gets 15 points. Bollocks. That's three, <laughs> that's three correct results. <laughs> Bollocks. Connie's scared now. <laughs> I'm struggling. I, I, I've done the maths. I'm struggling here. So, As it stands. <laughs> the final standings. After 51 matches of predictions and our pre-season predictions. Where do you think you've come? <laughs> I think I've come last. I, I'm, I'm happy with mid-table. Okay. I got 84. And KC got 89. Jesus. Now, Connie, do you think that you've got more than 84? No. You're correct. You've got yeah. 71. Get in. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, because it was that much, even if you'd have got the roof thing, yeah, that'd have been 10 points been and you'd have still been bottom. But it's basically, KC was, there was only three points between you. Yeah. And then he got the 15 points for being closest. My face must have said it all. When you said, when he said they come eighth, I thought, there's three, I, I, I had it as two points in it. And then when he got that, I thought, for fuck's yeah. sake. So that is what killed it. So KC not only doesn't cut them last night with Hollywood, he bloody won. <laughs> <laughs> I won while predicting Sunderland. I was going to go say, what a mockery that makes of it. <laughs> I have to admit, if there was any justice, we really should be deducting your points for that prediction. Minus 89. <laughs> for next for next season, one, I think next season we'll do promotion and relegation from every from all four. Can KC start on minus 15? <laughs> <laughs> for financial irregularities. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll come out of that CVA in, involuntarily and uh, I'll still make it to the playoffs. <laughs> Yeah, what I think we'll do is starts of the season. we'll probably do all four <laughs> leagues, but also I might do a rule where if you get a prediction more than like ten wrong, and bear in mind we, you know, that isn't just him. I had a yeah, couple of them as well. Yeah, yeah, but if you get one wrong by more than ten, you might lose five. I'd be happy at yeah, that. Yeah, next season. If you're that far out, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think you deserve and it. And if you do a KC and get one wrong by more than 20, that's minus 10. <laughs> Listen, that is no way to talk about the champion. <laughs> <laughs> Who was it I predicted to, to win the league, or did I not say? Oh, the order that you had him in. You had Chef Wednesday first, then Hull, and then Sunderland in the playoffs. What made you think that Hull would do all... Can't can I just say, though, those clubs did finish in that order? They they did. Yes. <laughs> I'll give you that. They were just, <laughs> just, just in the it's, wrong half. <laughs> it, it, was, it was closer to the bottom six than the top six, but still. It wasn't close to bottom six. Two of them were in the bottom six. Two of them were in the bottom One of them was bottom. <laughs> well, actually, no, they weren't, were they? Because they seventh bottom. But yeah. <laughs> uh, no. Wait, we will uh, we will come back to do our post season talking points, but I need a beer. I need a sick. <laughs> cool. I, I should. KC needs a wank. Then. We'll see you in a minute. <laughs> Well, there's a fair bit of post season news, so we'll power through it. Uh, some of these we won't have much to say about. In fairness, 
but first of all, the confirmed outs uh, released from the academy. We've got Moses Abay. I don't even know how you pronounce it. Abioy is how I'm guessing. I'd say Abioy, yeah. Uh, Moise Cromer, Matthew Keogh, and most notably Romario Vieira have been released. Out of the two, I've heard more about obviously Romario Vieira and Moise Cromer. I'd heard some decent stuff about him, but end it there. The, these lads are how old? 19, so, yeah, 20? starting to... If they were going to make the... Grade. Grade, they'd be kind of doing it now. Nah, I must admit, from a... I haven't seen much of Abby or Chroma, or I'd heard a tiny bit about Matthew Keogh. Mm. Uh, but from what I saw of Mario Vieira, I didn't think he was ever going to be good enough, in fairness. No. I think he was... It seemingly was used to kind of fill in a number of positions in the for the under-23s, but whilst at the same time... Never been a first choice for any particular position. Uh, end of loan, uh, Lasaga back to Hamburg, who got relegated. I nearly caused a riot. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see that, KC? All the... <laughs> Sorry, are you saying there was a riot because Lasaga's going back? Possibly. Yeah. It could be the relegation, it could be that. Could be, yeah, a mixture of both will go away. <laughs> uh, In all fairness, though, they've, that's, that's their first relegation from the Bundesliga. Yeah. I believe the technical term for that was scenes. <laughs> uh, will either of you miss him? Um, kind no. of, because you, I don't know. I think there's certain performances you think of when you, when you could see that, that that when we drew with Derby, he did he did a great job leading the line that day. But at the same time, when you're trying to get out of this division, you can't be relying on a striker who you don't know if he's going to turn up that day or not. I think we got the Lasaga that Hamburg kind of wanted rid of. I in the, I did the season review for him on for it altogether, and word for word I said we ended up, in the second half of the season particularly, getting the exact version of him we were warned about. Yeah. When when he first came, brilliant, yeah. You thought, yeah, you know, fair enough, he's come with a bit of a, reput- uh, a reputation, but he were banging goals, and even if he wasn't scored, and he were putting a decent shift in, and then... Like like KC's just said, then he could rock up following week and he was just non-existent and like not you can't get away with it in this yeah. league. The the sub appearances at the back end of the season, yeah, especially when it was him and Glock coming off the bench, yeah. were some of the most shameful displays I've ever seen. Yeah, I will say though, at, at times we and we've said this before, and I think we put it on Twitter a lot. Why towards the back end of the season when we had Grot, who none of the fans wanted to see, who. Very, who scored one goal and did very little to change the game. Lasaga, who couldn't be asked to do anything to change the game. And Caleb Ekuban, who, you know, cows, asses and banjos come to mind. <laughs> Why wasn't that the time we were looking at, you yeah. know, bringing Ryan Edmondson on for 10, 15 mm-hmm. minutes as someone who, you know, he's 28. He's definitely ready for some first team football. <laughs> he, he, you know, he was a big guy. And from the bit I saw, he seemed to put himself about. He's He's got a reason to... Try and go out there and impress. And Jack Clark. And I don't know. Yeah, and I don't know why those those sorts of players weren't featuring earlier on, mm-hmm. especially ones you knew we weren't going to go down. You knew the relegation, uh, sorry, the promotion push had ended in February. Why weren't more of these players getting a chance off the bench? Yeah, but we'll. It's annoying, but we'll come back to that because we'll come on to Hacking Bottom at the end. I would think. Uh, it was weird with Lasaga because obviously his debut was fucking brilliant mm. against Burton. And speaking of people who were really good on the debut, Matthew Pennington has gone. 
Back yeah. to Everton. New three-year deal at Everton, so he's impressed somebody more than he impressed us, I think. Yeah, I think... It- it's really odd that he got a three-year deal. I think, I think it's not to do with him and to do with how shy Ashley Williams has been. Yeah. I think the thing with Pennington was, we, we didn't really have a settled back forwarded with this season at all. Um, obviously, he got his injury as well. I mean, um, his best game in the league shirt was the 60-odd minutes before he got injured against Bolton. Yeah, it was quality. Um, I and think, he had a couple of injuries as well, didn't he? That mm, wasn't the only one. I think if he'd have come in... Not saying he'd have got in ahead of Bartley, but like in like a settled back four like we had mm. season before this just gone, I think we'd have seen a lot better version of Matthew Pennington. But mm. you know, I, I don't I don't have out against him particularly. No. I don't think he ever did out that particularly piss Leeds fans off. Just he would just I average. don't know. The, Ast- the goal against Aston Villa. <laughs> the goal against Aston Villa and the performance at home against Sheffield United. Mm. But I don't think anyone covered themselves in glory there, no. apart from Calvin Phillips with his goal. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I think yeah, I think we're penning to there's there's potential there. But again, we're kind of caught in this position now where we've we've not we're definitely not going to have the biggest budget, but yet we are looking for more proven championship players. Hmm. Or that that's where we need to be anyway. And he's he's not there. You no. know, he's not someone we want to rely on. Bearing in mind how inconsistent Pontus has been this season, he's been the essentially the only player that's been in week in, week out, mm. except when he's been kind of faking injuries every now and again. But um, yeah, if you think we've we've not had a permanent left back all season, uh, first choice right right back's been out most of the season, and then it's been Pontus and you know Cooper, uh, Shognessy, Pennington. Oh. O'Connor. Yeah, O'Connor. Um, yeah. So he he has been unfortunate in that regard, but yeah, I, I, I'm not too fussed. You know, I'm not too fussed that I'm not going to see him next season. No. The next two on the list are confirmed, but they look really likely. Uh, Hadi Sacco, who basically said his goodbyes on Instagram. Yeah, again, yeah, fine. is... He's just not up to it, is no, he? I don't dis I don't dislike him as a guy. No. I do think he tries, he's just not good enough. No, he um you know, he, if he could cross a ball, he would have never played for Leeds. No, if he if he wanders <laughs> down to like League Two. Yeah, it'd be awesome. It'll be awesome. Yeah. Uh Pavel Kibitsky. Uh hasn't gone yet, but he's expected to leave and was at a Legia Warsaw game a couple of weeks ago where he was apparently in talks over a transfer. We'll always have QPR. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but again, it, it showed little glimpses, didn't it? But again, he's just... I I feel kind of sorry for him because I don't know what happened with him. To Was he injured towards the end of the season? Or I think just... that we just weren't giving him a go. Yeah, I just don't think that we were interested in I, him. I definitely think he's better than he got the chance to show. Because it just frustrated me towards the end, again, when you've got players like Alioski who are out of form. Hernandez was kind of moved about several times. He just thought, just put him in for a couple of games, at least to rest Alioski, get him away from the starting lineup for a couple of weeks. But it's one thing that Heckingbottom really struggled with was rotating a team in that regard. He seemed to have a set group of players he wanted to use. Um, and then there was just a, a big chunk of the squad that didn't get used. Yeah. 
definitely are. But yeah, I can go with that with you, 100%. Um, and when we did play him, you know, I know we had La Saga there and he were kind of, you know, bought in to be the main man to, it, to lead the line. But yeah, it, it was a similar sort of thing as what we had with Antonsen last season. We signed him and he is a striker, is Kibitsky. And, mm. you know, we, we played him out wide. Yeah, I'm just going to interrupt because I just checked Twitter. Uh, England the 21s drew nil nil with Mexico. Pierce and Vieira didn't get on. Fair dose. In La Tournoi. La Tournoi. The two long tournament. I was listening to the football ramble earlier and I mentioned it and it's in my head. Uh, but it'll be interesting because uh, England are playing Qatar on Friday, which should have the two lads that we've yeah. apparently signed. So it'll be worth watching that. I think it's on Free Sports on Sky if, you, oh, if you've got it. Yeah. Uh, obviously, we've gone through the people who have gone or look as if they're definitely gone, but there's a lot more who might. Um, I'm just going to throw some names at you both and see what you think, really. Uh, Vern Nanita. Yes. Gone. Do you reckon gone, Casey? We need. We should get rid of him because we're not going to use him, but I do think there is a, a player there that would be good to have at this level. I just don't know if we're going to... The main reason I say for him to go, I do feel for him a little bit in that I think he should have been played in midfield. Or at least given a chance to play in midfield. At some yeah, point. I mean, he's played most of his games for us at right-back. Um, it became apparent very early on that he's, he isn't a right-back. He's not a full-back at no. all. Oral, he, yeah, I was going to say, he's definitely not a left-back. No. You see, for me, you know, like when O'Kane dropped off throughout the season, I think we should have given him a go. Mm. I, I do feel a bit for him, but I think his wages, because I dare say he'll be on a decent wage for our yeah. wage structure, um, I think that should dictate to me that he goes I yeah. think I'd sooner see a portion of his wage spent on a decent yeah. striker uh, Flappy Felix get him on I'll, I'll yeah. fly him there I'll fly him anywhere to me yeah he needs to go back to fucking German on, second on division on current evidence Loris Carrius is hero yes he's gonna poor get poor Loris Carrius can I say <laughs> like poor bastard just imagine mate if we're all sat here in like two month time doing like pre-season and pre-season predictions and what have you and Felix Viedvald has got an Adam Bogdan style transfer to Liverpool (laughs) (laughs) Um, Andy Lonergan yes he were nearly gone in January for me it depends if we're just if we don't sign a keeper Mm. and we're just saying pick up Farrell number one there you go I'm fine with Lonergan staying as backup I genuinely even though I actually think Miazek is probably as good a goalkeeper I was going to say we've got we've got Miazek We've got Will Huffer. I wouldn't. Be... I would want one older head. I'd want one of those. I'd... I would prefer it to be someone who isn't Andy Lonergan, but yeah, I think he I, will... yeah. I think I. Think I... Oh, sorry, go on, you go, Carney. No, oh, sorry, no, go on, go, man. go on, you go. No, 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 it's fine. We're both being very gentlemanly <laughs> here. Casey, be an American. Say you're going to shoot him if he don't let you go. God damn it, boy! All right, Connie, fuck you. And I'd, sell, I'd uh, send Will Huffer and Miazek out on loan if possible. You can't send them both out. Again, Someone needs to play in under twenty three. Yes. <laughs> no, no, no. Just give get Ronaldo, uh, get Romario Vieira. I'm sure he'll do a shifting goal. Either that or uh, that young Joshua Ray. He could do it. Mm. Yeah, I'd, we we've got a number of young keepers in and around. Um, but yeah, like you said, definitely one of those going out on loan. If we don't get anyone else in, I'm fine with Lonergan being the number two. 
The only reason I say that he does go, he'd all but gone to Sunderland, hadn't he, in January? Mm. Oh, no, I, th- I think he probably will. Mm. But if they just stick with, no, Peacock Fowl's number one, then mm. I think he's okay. Yeah. Uh, Lawrence de Bock. Yes, 100%. I'll drive him back. Mm. I know <laughs> it's, a ve- it's a very limited sample size, but as I said, after two games, the more I watch him, the more I think he's fucking useless, and I still stick by it. Now, I'm not going to name names here, for obvious reasons. Uh, I think if you if you don't name any names, I think we're okay. Yes, I, I won't name names. Uh, you know who I'm on about, Jack. Mm-hmm. Um, I was out in Leeds, and I bumped in to a couple of the players um, in a bar. I wouldn't give any quotes either, just... No, no. Um, And I asked one of them what his views of Lawrence Dibok was. Again, I won't (laughs) quote. He says, you don't pay a carpenter to come and do a fucking plumbing job, do you? (laughs) That was his... That that, that was more... Them words left his mouth... But he did add more to it. And when that is coming directly from a teammate's mouth, it tells you all you need to know. Yeah, they, uh, they, they, didn't, they weren't fans. No. Again, it... It kind of reminded me of when Ben Parker, and I will name names on this because they're both long gone, when Ben Parker was in the West End openly taking the piss basically out of Freddie Pasoni. Mm. Because he was so and when, and, when, and when Ben Parker was in the pub, Openly taking the piss out of Enoch Shawumney and Mike Greller. No, no, I was taking the piss out of Enoch Shawumney and he was like looking at me and giving me a knowing look. He didn't actually take the piss, (laughs) I did. (laughs) But yeah, the thing with Debock, it it just hadn't worked. Yeah. You know, that's Uh, it. Ewan or Kane? Yes. He's, he's, yeah, he's broke. If there's something gone wrong in his head, I don't, because he's not the same bloke. When we when it got announced that we'd first signed June and O'Kane, I were over at Moon. I thought that is a belting signing that for this league. But God, especially this season, he dipped a little bit and then came good, didn't he? Last mm. season, season before one just gone. Mm. But God, this season is just broken. He's just yeah. a shell. But and we've got a lot of centre midfielders yeah. because you add in the likes of Idaguchi and stuff like that, and you've got Click, Click who coming looks back. like he's coming back. You know, yeah. I'd, I'd, I wouldn't be too bothered to see O'Kane go. Yeah. Any objections, Casey? No, he can go. Yeah. Uh, Stuart Dallas? No, definitely not. Yeah, keep Stuart Dallas. Stuart Dallas has got some at there. He's, he hasn't shown it consistently like he did at Brentford for us, but I think he's done enough to warrant being kept on at least next season. I, I would agree with that. Yeah. He made a couple of very good sub appearances at the start of the season as well, if I remember rightly. And he will always um, chip in with yeah. a few goals. And he did get pissed about a lot this year. He played fullback. Yeah, and... he got played fullback. He he got that injury in was it October that kept him out yeah. till yeah. about till after Christmas, I think it was. And, and and honestly, I think I can't see us really with as having Alioski, Hernandez, and Saiz if it stays like that. I think it would probably cost us more money to sign a replacement for Stuart Dallas. Yeah. And I, d- I, d- I don't think it's money that we need to spend. No, uh, definitely not. One who's barely first team, but Maga Gomez. Uh, no, I'd send him out on loan, though. 
I'd give him... I'd send him out alone and review it in January. Because mm. I, I have to admit, I I think he's like 21, maybe even 22. If you're at a laptop, KC, if you could Google that. He, he, is, he is 21. 21. We've, I'm just looking at... We've spoke about players of this age. I mean, we've got a... We've got a similar, like, sort of dilemma with Tyler Denton. Yeah, I was on the... Tyler Denton was going to make this list until he had quite a good end at season. Yeah. But, you know, we, we have this chat as... A, I know me and you've spoke about it a few times, Jack. It's it's a case of, you know, can we, um, can we afford to carry players that are getting to that age now where they really should be breaking into the first team if mm. they're not? The one thing I'll give Denton on an aside is there's a few people who really rate him. Mm. And I haven't seen enough to say they're all idiots or something, so there might be something to it. Whereas with Magda Gomez, I haven't seen anyone... Even when he's had a good game, I haven't seen anyone talking about how amazing he is. No. Has, has Gomez been injured for a big chunk of this season as well? Because I know there's... I can remember long periods of time not seeing him on the team sheet for the for the under twenty threes. I don't know for certain, but I would bet that he has at least had a couple. Some of it, some of it must be injury because he was one of the closest ones to first team at start of season. Mm. Yeah, and like I say, he's one of the he's on the first team squad page on the website. Um, you think the idea was maybe that he was going to be in and around the squad? And again, like towards the end of this season, if we'd have thrown him in for a game ahead of. Saez or Alioski or someone. I, I, I'm at the point where I really wouldn't have cared. I was going to say, he's definitely better on the right wing than Grot. Grot and Ekiban. Um, Ekiban. I think one of them needs a loan and one of them, I don't see it ever happening. Well, I'm going to say, I, I agree with you and I'm going to say that Ekiban needs to go because... When he goes through, he's just got no composure. You never, ever think he's going to do out. And it will it will work, He'll though. Work that's the sad off. thing. It will work, but that's not enough. Mm. I think Grot needs to go down to League One, possibly League Two, and get a few goals, play consistently, and again, let's look at it later down the line. Yeah, he's I, still young enough. I 100% agree. Because Grot's like 19. Yeah, he's still I worth would, a, I would... Give him a chance. Yeah. Ekiban's like 24, 25. Yeah, he needs to go. Does I Ekiban. just don't see how he's ever going to be anywhere near up to the standard. There's a lot of players work hard. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of disappointing because we saw him in the game against Barnsley when I think we went 4-4-2 at Oakwell. It was him and Roof up front together and they kind of created a lot of chances and I think we were all really impressed with Ekiban. And we, he put in a kind of performance where you think, ah, you know, he's going to get that first one and then, like Billy, his buses will come. <laughs> And it just it just never did. And although he works hard up front, he's not a target man. He's not a goal scorer. You know, he's he wasn't creating or he wasn't setting up enough chances for someone else to really warrant a place in the team. He's just not cut out for this level. I agree. Uh, basically, we're going to have to fly through the rest of this because his food showed up. Yes. So. Uh, there's been a few new deals. So, uh, Oriol Ray, new two-year deal. Yeah, Mappa. Yeah, yeah. Me too. Uh, he's looked decent in the 23s. Yep. Uh, same goes for Bryce Sassana. Again, played all right in under 23s, yeah. yeah. Sure. Uh, they've made <laughs> offers to Clark Oduor and Kamal Miazek. They've got till end of month to take them. Uh, Miazek looks decent. 
I don't, I don't really know. I don't know about. enough. No. Uh, the main one is they've offered a contract to Tom Pierce. It still hasn't been announced, but everywhere seems to say that he's signing it yeah. and that they're happy with the deal. It sounds like a three-year deal, yeah. having made his under-21 debut. From what I gathered, the thinking was that Tom Pierce was set to be on the chopping block for the oh, summer. Yeah. Like he the, was the expected to be released at the end of the season. Yeah. And now he's away with the England under-21s. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I said at the time it's very weird because I've, anyone who watched him in under-23s, whether... They've watched shitloads of football or just a bit. Everyone, he was one that said he stands out. Mm. So, well, we'll never know. Uh, there's a few coming back from loans. Just we'll go quick about whether you think we're going to have a decent amount of involvement next year. Uh, Louis Coyle, after a winning player at year at Fleetwood. Yes, I'd be happy to have him there as backup to Luke Ayling. Definitely. And if we went three at the back with wing-backs, I would play Coyle wing-back and Ayling at right centre-back. Centre. Yeah, yeah so I, th- I think he definitely deserves a chance, I think, um, depending on what system we go with if we stick with four at the back then you definitely need to look at giving him a decent amount of game time anyway Luke Haling is always going to be the first choice but definitely Louis Coyle for cup games and yeah. you know give him a few league starts as well yeah, yeah. Uh, Luke Murphy did well at Burton but it's Burton uh, and we've got about 95 central midfielders so as much as I like him no. I, think, I think Luke Murphy were done two years ago at least yeah. weren't they yeah. Uh, I'm sure that he'll get a decent club in League One and do fine. Yeah. Maybe Burton again. Yeah. And by by the, we still got another year for him as well mm. if we want it. Yeah. Another year of being up all night for Luke Murphy. Yeah. Uh, Max Antonson's back from Blackburn. They've got the option of a permanent move, and he's heavily linked with Malmo and Hammerby as well. So I can't see him being here. I can't see him being here, but it depends what they've got in the pipeline for strikers coming in. I wouldn't mind him getting a shot in pre-season and seeing from there, personally. Yeah, I can't. I just don't think he's cut out for playing as a lone striker no. in the championship, and I, I think that's probably what we will go with. Yosuke hmm. uh, Adaguchi, who has come out and said he's moved to Europe, it's been worth it, even though it worked out. Uh, he didn't get named in the Japan squad and immediately sacked the manager and replaced him with a guy who knew him. They've brought it dropped him and Takuma Asano as on loan from Arsenal in Germany. So they it sounds like they're both going to make the actual squad. So it shouldn't actually fuck up his World Cup. Uh, I just can't wait to see him because I don't. Everything you read says he'll be good. Everything you've heard from Leonessa says he won't. I, no, but I think there's enough hype around him and enough that you know the fact that he's played that amount of games for Japan mm. at such a young age. I think he's worth a look. Yeah, it's at the very bit. least, you're going to see a lot of him in pre-season. And we'll by hopefully by August, we'll have a better idea. Yeah, yeah, he definitely, uh, he definitely deserves a run. Uh, like you say, I'm just having a look now to see what Japan's world ranking is at the moment. But um, yeah, the, you know that Japan are always a half decent side, mm. um, and. For, for a lad to fly halfway around the world to then be transferred to a different European country. I'm guessing his Spanish probably isn't great. Mm. Um, you know, I, I imagine I can imagine it been a tough adjustment for him, but yeah. it'll be good to see him get a go this season. Yeah. Uh, hashtag click news. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, he says he wants to stay. He has said that Leeds have, mess- have spot to him saying they want him back. He says he's got unfinished business at the club. He got rave reviews at Utrecht. I'm going to go out on a limb and say he starts the first league game of the season next year. I don't see any reason why he, he will not be in and around that first team squad. 
He's a good player, he's got a good reputation. If he comes in, plays six games and he's shite again, yeah, then fair enough. Fair enough but you see, the thing is, I don't think he were particularly shite. I just think he were nondescript. He was bad against Cardiff. And yeah, but... Other than that, he was average. Yeah, he were just... The rest of his games, he were just nondescript. I, yeah, I think if you played that well, and we, we talked about this on the last episode, if you play that well for one of, you know, outside of the top four teams in the Eredivisie, you must have something about you. Mm-hmm. Um, what was it they said is the most amount of chances created in a game since Christian Eriksen or something like that. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's a decent feat for, for Utrecht, you know, for a team like that to be creating those chances. So mm-hmm. he's definitely worth a look at. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, I've put him with loans cause I keep forgetting about him, but Tyler Roberts. Yeah. He's, um, it would at Walsall, wasn't it? Yeah. He did well there. Yeah, I mean, it was just unfortunate. I know he got a bit of stick because he came in, decent amount of money. He had his injury, but yeah, he's another one. We'll, we'll see. know more in August. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then there's the... Re- Retired by Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> From eating the chocolate off Magnums too quickly. <laughs> uh, then there's the major rumours. Kyle Bartley. God, please. <laughs> I think it's... I really think it's happening. Yeah. I really do. God, please. Just get him in. Getting back alongside Janssen, provided he stays. If he has a, if he gets willing. in World Cup squad, then it well, not in the squad. If he get ends up in the team, if someone gets an injury, yeah, then he could put end up it shot windowed. But yeah. despite the things he said in the Swedish press, I don't think he's angling for a move. I no, think I him don't. coming out and saying it's been shy on and off the field. I think that's. Yeah, I think that's just him just saying that. it. Yeah. <laughs> he, um, yeah. I hope Bartley comes back. I'd love Kyle Bartley back. Yeah. Yes. Bring him. Bring him now. I, I agree that I would definitely have him back. Do the two knee injuries worry you at all? A little, but... Not enough to put you off. No. Right, cool. No. I don't know, because yeah, Janssen, Janssen was out for a fair old while before yeah, actually, we signed him. He was, Janssen was brought off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he's done, he's done well injury-wise since he arrived. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Abel Hernandez. Wages providing, Yes. 100%. I think he's quality. And I know that he's he's had a few injuries and he wanted 75 grand a week from Villa a year ago. He's a free agent now, though, so we can't command that amount of money, can he? They could normally command the same in wages because there's no transfer fee. But whether yeah, so we can get him get to it. tech 35, 40 mm. and we'll give you two and a half million quid if we go up. Yeah. Yeah. Whether we can do that. I I can't see them doing that. Do you, I know. I. The club are There's definitely definite talks. To... That talks have happened. That's confirmed. Yeah, I just think I think the club have kind of made it very clear what their financial position is in regards to transfers. The financial position have... apparently is very different this year from last year because mm. we're half the championship are on the verge of failing FFP, and we've got thirty million, thirty-five million pounds worth of room. Okay, I mean, I yeah, if we can get him down to a reasonable amount. I'd take it. I just don't want us, yeah, spending ludicrous money on him. I do agree that I don't think it'll happen, but I would like it to happen. Uh, one that I would like to happen as well, uh, Ollie McBurney. I said before we played Barnsley, I'd like him. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, he's, he's been in a poor team. And, and scored nine right. goals in about 16 games. The, what you've put here, though, about the Rangers thing, I mean... Yeah, take, I mean, he likes us and Rangers, fair enough. But um, I think if you take away the Steven Gerrard hype with Rangers, mm. that club's knackered. Yeah. You know, out of the two, I know we are the 
speaking of fucking well-run clubs, but still, you know, compared to Rangers, I wouldn't mind him, depending on how much. Yeah, yeah he's definitely... I, I'm just trying to think in terms of the strikers we have, I'd probably have him only behind Roof at I, the moment. I'd have McBurney over Roof. I wouldn't play Roof up front. I'd have Roof out wide. I think Roof is a good backup for up front and wide. Yeah. But I, I would, if I was playing a lone striker, I'd have McBurney over Roof. Jerry was a race car driver and Bakugu. Don't know anything about him. Not going to lie. No. His, his record doesn't exactly inspire confidence. And £4 million. Pound. £4 million's a lot. It's very odd when the club who are selling when their chairman is gone, go on, take him. Yeah, mm. remember, yeah, take him. remember when Luke Varney really wanted to come? Oh, it's not like that, it is rem- it? It's not him, but their owner's like that, and it puts me off him. Yeah. Uh, I, ho- I don't want us to sign him. I don't see it. From his record and everything I've seen, he looks a good athlete, but I don't see how he's a four million pound player. It could be a more expensive Kayla Becky. If it was a million, I'd take the chance, mm. but I just don't think he's worth it. We, we we've already signed half of Serie B before, and it didn't go great. So. <laughs> Listen, I will not have you speak ill of Tommaso Bianchi. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry Mbakogu is the new Edgar Chani. Jesus, uh, <laughs> Angus Gunn on loan from Man City. Um, this is not so much about him; it's about how much you how much faith you want to put in BPF. I'd put my faith in him. And because I have no doubt... I mean, Angus Gunn's been in England squad. He's a really good keeper with a bit of experience, with more experience than BPF. He is, at this moment, a better goalkeeper. But He is, but... And I'm sure you're going to agree with me on this. Do we run the risk of signing a goalkeeper on loan who, if he has a good season for us, will probably get a loan move to the Premier League, whether or not, regardless of what we do next year... Do we run the risk of doing that and pissing off Peacock Farrell? Yeah, I'd, that's why I agree. If it was Angus Gunn permanent, yeah. then yeah, he's a good keeper. Yeah. But I'd rather stick with Peacock Farrell. Yeah, definitely. And and, it's, and if But if we do get Angus Gunn in on loan, we must keep Lonergan as second choice and send Peacock, and send Farrell, Peacock out. Farrell out to League One. Yeah. Because he can't not play again. No, definitely not. Yeah, I, I agree. He needs He definitely needs game time. And, and honestly as well, I think yeah, we can either piss Peacock Farrell off and, you know, maybe lose him on the cheap or do we keep him in the first team? And then if, if worse comes to worse, we sell him. Yeah. But at yeah. least we'll get more money for him that way if he's doing well in the championship. It's yeah. like when we talked about Tom Pierce being on chopping block, apparently Peacock Farrell was as well. Yeah. Apparently we were going to let, you know that Lance Kroner trial? Yeah, yeah. Apparently that wasn't for a loan. That would just to get To him let to him go, go on a free. Just... Jesus. So, you know, we're not exactly doing it. Uh, there's one more that's been really linked a lot. Gavin White from Crusaders in Northern Ireland. He has been, by a mile, the best player in that league, but it's nothing league. Yeah. I've never seen him play. Maybe he'll be good. He won't be very expensive. Do we know how old he is? Uh, early 20s, I think. Provided it's like a few hundred grand. Worth a go. Yeah. Stick him on the 23s for six months, see how he gets on. If he starts arcing upwards of like three quarters of a million, no. Nah. We'll see. Uh, there's been loads more linked, but we'll go through these really quick because these are strongly linked. Uh, Alex Galar, who basically replaced size at Huesca. None of us have ever seen him. We'll see. If we've got size, yeah. do we need Why him? get another? Yeah. Uh, Osenu Cissé from MK Dons. I haven't seen this from anywhere reputable. He's been linked to Blackburn and Augsburg as well. Marley International, CDM, six foot five. Physically is exactly what it looks like as midfield needs, but all MK Dons fans say he's shite. So. It's the Malian Papa Booba Diop. 
Is Papa Boobity up from Mali? No, he's from Senegal. He's Senegal. No, yeah, no. cool. Yeah, he is. You're right. Uh, Leo Stulak, who I only think was linked for the same reason Filippo Inzaghi was linked. I don't think it's right. No. Uh, Vadis Ajijo Foe, we mentioned on the last podcast, does have some experience in championship and has played Champions League. It would depend on money. Mm. Just any result that you want to change. Uh, John McGinn from Hibs. Looks really good. He does look really good from what I've seen. Yes. But Celtic are after him. Celtic are after him and it sounds like and cash a, and player. And is a Celtic fan. Yeah. So I think that'll go. Uh, the Chris, Christian Pedersen was really talked up, but as soon as they said Tom Pierce was signing a new deal, it went quiet. Yeah. So I think he was his backup. Yeah. Uh, I'd love us to get Harry Wilson on loan from Liverpool. I think he's really good. He could be one of the ones that goes up to To be mates with Gerard. By the way, uh, he isn't on this list, but uh, if if they want to just sign a quick player to play in SPL and rip it to bits, that Bobby Adekanye that I saw in their under 23s is fucking rapid. (laughs) Should go after him. Uh, One that I'd like us to go for, having watched him a bit now, John Nolan from Shrewsbury. He was linked a few months ago. He was... Miles the standout in their playoff semi-finals. Depends how much. Yeah, it would. But now that they haven't gone up, oh. the managers go to Ipswich, Paul yeah. Hurst. They've already said they're probably going to lose a load of players. I really wouldn't mind just taking a chance on him. I don't know if you watched any playoff semi-finals, Casey. No, literally the only I just saw the the championship playoff final on yeah. Saturday morning. That's the only game I watched. Yeah. Uh, there's still been a little bit of talk about Diego Gonzalez from Benfica in a Wolves-style deal. Mm. Take him on loan and then pay a fortune if it goes well. I don't see that happening. No. It's going to be something that for us to look out, because obviously um, Radrizani had hinted at us making moves like that after the whole Wolves thing during the season. Mm. So that'll be interesting during the summer to see what if anything comes of that. Yeah. Now there's the main three that actually have a little bit to them. Uh, David Stockdale. He would be one who I would sign if... And BPF goes out on loan. Yeah. I'd be happy at that. It, it's been on cards for years, and not it? Mm. His is here that you've got down at 40k a week. If That's what we, it was at Birmingham. If we could get him, and there's a possibility that he would do it to come to Leeds, if we could get him to come for 30 grand a week, yeah. Mm. It, would depend, it would depend on money, but the thing is, I don't think he's had a very good season. Birmingham, I know, but he had a couple of real shockers, like Mm. Lonergan styles. Yeah, shockers. Uh, It would depend on money. We'll see. I think the other thing with uh, Stockdale as well, because he's not the youngest. Why is he now thirty-two? I'm guessing he'd want at least a two-year deal. Yeah, that's going to be two years on a decent wage, and at some point we are going to have to look at either developing uh, Peacock Farrell or selling him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I think that could be an issue. Mm. I, don't, I don't like we've either I think you've either got to back him completely or not or we don't get him at all. Yeah. Whereas I would I'd back Peacock Farrell. Mm. I really would Yeah that's I think that I think that's what I'd go towards. If Stockdale wants to come and play for his the club he supports, give it two more years and he can come in as a set bench. Mm. Uh, the two who are, I mean I've talked about them shitloads this season we all have first of all Jack Marriott 24 years old awesome at Peterborough got 32 goals this season 27 in the league uh, the problem with him is it sounds like the price is like 6.5 million 
I really rate him, and I've said on this podcast, episode in, episode out, that I think we should sign him, but I think six and a half's high. I wouldn't go any higher than five. I honestly think that we should go in with like three and a half, but say, if we go up, we'll give you two and a half million. Yeah. Or, you know, or if he scores 20 goals this season, we'll give you one and a half million. Yeah. You know, it like, yeah. make it incentive-based. Mm. Can we can we give Peterborough like half of our reserves as a make weight? <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll we'll talk about them at the same time. Marcus Madison is transfer listed now. He agreed last season. I'll stay one more year, but if we don't go up, I'm on the transfer list. They've stuck by it. Apparently, it might only be two and a half million. Got ten goals and twenty one assists last season. Now that if it's two and a half to three million, I would snap their hand off. We, I mean, don't Playing get me from wrong. the left. It suits him. Don't get me wrong, I mean, we've got the likes, there's question marks over O'Kane, Luke Murphy's probably going to end up going, there's Anita who does question marks over. Now, granted, we're not going to raise a lot in terms of revenue, in terms of transfer funds out of that, but I think the money that we're going to save in wages mm. is worth going for him at two and a half, three million, no yeah. problem. It's, what is Madison? Is he a support striker? He's like he... a centre attacking mid slash left. Yeah. He can play right as well, but I think he's done most of his good work from left this season. I'm just trying to think where you kind of slot him in, and in terms of the the team we have now, he rotates with Hernandez, size, Alioski for me. Yeah, I I I rate him. It's just like I say because I, I imagine those three will be up there as our highest earners. So you expect. At least Saez and Hernandez anyway to be playing fairly regularly. Mm. Um, it's just a case of whether it'd be worth spending the money up for him to maybe not be a first-team player right now. But I do think it is worth the money. I think he's a very good player. Cool. Well, the final thing. Uh, we'll probably be back in a month, six weeks. Mm-hmm. When we come next back. W- next week. Yeah, next or, week. or next week if we decide to do a World Cup thing, but I, that depends on work and all of that stuff. Uh, when we come back, is Paul Heckingbottom League United manager? No. I, don't I think, think it... he will. Be. I think he will be for some reason, and um, put don't put don't count this as the preseason predictions. <laughs> uh, but I don't know. I, I sh- there's something about it. it; just makes me think they'll stick with him. I, really, I don't think I, I don't know. I really hope you're wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I don't. I, he's made no discernible changes to to the team since he arrived. If the figures that they're talking about in terms of available transfer funds, do we want to trust Paul Heckingbottom with that? Not really. And it, he wanted. No, he, I know it's no. not. But do we want no, Paul Heckingbottom having an input? I say I think that there's just too much chatter for him to not be going. Like he wanted Yeardom. Yeardom's gone to Reading. He, the McBurney stuff has gone a bit quieter. Yeah. But I just and like Phil Hay said, he has heard a name that's foreign, but it's not a good enough source to go to print. Or no. and there's been talk everywhere, and I haven't heard much say much talk of he's staying. He, the decent places for rumours all point to him going. So I, if as a book as a bookie, I'd say like four to nine he goes, thirteen to eight he stays. Right. Well, I'm going to ask both for you. I'm just going to. I'll put my name out there first. No, I wouldn't hire you. <laughs> but one, Stop, you, you've got your badges. You've got one, one, choice, one manager that you can go for if Heckingbottom goes. 
Now, for me, I'd say Mick McCarthy. I wouldn't. Who would you say, Jack? Right. I don't think it'll happen. But I think if you want to get... I think it's more about getting good players in this league than it is about the actual manager himself. As we saw with Nuno Santo. If we could get him, I think... think, Ah, he's off to Everton. I think that players would queue up to come play for Ranieri. Or if we could get him... Mm, yeah, and it's not even about how much I rate Ranieri as a manager. I do think he's good, but I don't think he's amazing. I think no. he he whips up, a but he knows what he's doing. And there's something it? about him that gets players motivated, and I think that players, if they're running an hour in between going to us, say we offered him twenty five, and somewhere else is offering him thirty, but somewhere else has got a manager that's just a championship manager, and we have someone Ranieri. like him. I think they come, mm-hmm. uh, but there's a million people who it could who it could oh, be. Yeah. So I'm really not sure. Casey? Hashtag Kirbishly in. Jesus. <laughs> God. I'm just, I'm just trying to think, because every time I look at the, the odds for managers now, it just feels like the same list that was getting trotted out five years ago. The Zola, Zola's always on there. Never look at the Leeds list. Pippo Inzaghi went to about one to four because there was about 100 quid on him. Don't, <laughs> just don't worry about that. What's, I'm just having a look now. As someone who would be a bit left field, what's Roberto Di Matteo doing now? I have no idea. He got sacked by Schalke, didn't he? Mm. Last I heard, that, that's the last job he had as far as I know. No, was that after he, Villa? He was, he was, no, that was before Villa. Was it before Villa? Uh, yeah. yeah, so as, as far as I can tell, he's not doing anything. Mm. And I, I, I'm not saying he... I don't think he's the guy, but at the same time, I, I do like the style of football he played. I, I, think, he, I think he's probably quite a good coach, which is... Maybe what we need, and again, he does bring a bit of name value as well. Abby Redknapp's knocking around at the moment, Kirsty. <laughs> fuck, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> and with the words "fuck off," we leave you for the season because that's roughly what we want to say to Leeds United most of the time. Yep. <laughs> uh, that'll do us. We there's a chance of a World Cup one, but I'll be honest, it's like a ten percent chance because work, busy, people away, people on holiday, all of that stuff. So. Jack, Jack. Jack covers a lot of tennis, and tennis is picking up right now. Yeah, that's very true. So, uh, anyway, uh, I think that'll do us for the season. We will be back in pre-season when fixtures are announced and shit like that. So, uh, I've been Jack. See ya. I've been Connie. See you later. I've been Casey. Have a good one. I'd plug everything, but you know where it is by now. Uh, The stuff writes on for it altogether. Right, cheers. See you later. Bye. (laughs) 